What's up, everybody? It's your boy Andreas, and I interviewed Miss Kiana Sweet, who is the founder of XO Tiger Lily. You can also view footage from the interview on the Bank That Radio Show on Facebook and on YouTube as well. This is part one, you know, I want you to be able to get into these, and if you can't watch it due to driving or being at work, you know, not able to watch your phone. If you're able to listen, you can listen to the interviews as well. Also, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so by subscribing and going to the homepage for Bank That Radio Show here on Anchor.fm. All right, y'all, we're tuned in for another episode of Bank That Radio Show. I'm your host, Andreas, and I have a special guest to my left, to y'all's right, uh, Miss Kiana, um, who is the founder, owner of XL Tiger Lily. Yep. Uh, see, yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming through no and doing the interview. Uh, I love highlighting uh, black businesses. I love highlighting positive things in our community, so that's what this platform is all about. It's all about you, really. Um, so let's just start from the beginning. Um, what got you into? Well, first of all, explain to everybody what is XL Tiger Lily. Okay, so um, Exo Tiger Lily is a natural skincare line. It um, it targets eczema, sensitive skin, psoriasis, but I also make products that are good for some of everybody to use, basically. Exo mm -hmm. um, is a common symbol for love, mm -hmm. so. That's a part of my brand. If you were to see my whole logo, it says mm -hmm. XO Tiger Lily. And then there's an orange Tiger Lily and a hummingbird. Mm -hmm. So the orange Tiger Lily represents passion, and okay. the hummingbird represents eternity and continuity. So, so love, passion, eternity, eternity and continuity. Oh. All great things to have in an individual and for that to be representative in a, a company. Mm -hmm. So what made you want to become you know, entrepreneur? Because I'm like, it's an entrepreneur endeavor. I know you have aspirations to take it to the biggest heights that uh, you want to, but you know, like I tell people all the time, um, entrepreneurship nowadays, because back in the, I'm like if this is like 10, 12, 15 years ago, people look at you and be like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur, they're like, Ugh. okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it has flipped um, to that, but I think with all the different um, shows like Shark Tank and The Profit, and just, there's a lot of different shows out there that are highlighting entrepreneur. There's a lot of music where, you know, I'm my own boss, yada, yada, yada. Um, what made you really want to get into it? Because some people, you know, they jump into it for money. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, everybody wants to make money. But I think you should have something outside of that that drives you. Okay. So, um, when I graduated high school, I mm -hmm. had every intention of becoming a veterinarian. Um, mm -hmm. I had... I think I had kind of decided I was going to work with all kinds of animals. Mm -hmm. I had in mind a hospital layout where we keep these animals on this floor, these animals on this floor, quarantine here, mm -hmm. do this here. And I was going to be in charge of that whole hospital. Yeah. So um, somewhere along the way, I really just, I went to Valdosta State University. Mm -hmm. um, I did three years there. I transferred back home and did online classes for a distance learning program mm -hmm. as a veterinary um, technician. Mm -hmm. Um I hated not having anybody to talk to about my homework like I did back at Valdosta State. Mm -hmm. So I eventually transferred to Fort Valley State. Mm -hmm. Fort Valley? No, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm alumni. 
speaking of Fort Valley, I um I actually chose not to finish mm-hmm. because I finished one semester and then they told me, Oh yeah, you can only take these classes in this order during this semester and you can't take it out of that order. Yeah, you got prerequisite classes. Oh, I had finished, like, all my mm-hmm. core classes were done. No, no, well, I'm talking about, like, even with you and your major, I'm yeah. sure, like, because, um, of course, you know, you take your core classes, and when I was at Fort Valley, I was doing my marketing uh, concentration, and within that, like, I can't take anything outside of marketing classes if I didn't have principles of marketing first. So it was another prerequisite in your major for all the other classes to open yeah. up. Um, so like they let me slide during the summertime because I took principles of marketing and marketing communication and there's no way you could do marketing communication without even knowing the basics yeah. of the principles of marketing but I'm taking both classes at the same time. Just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> uh, I, would, I did, I, I went with the flow. Now I, 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 I believe I made two A's out of both of them but still. Uh, but that was just me though. I wanted to, you know, I knew what I wanted to do because I declared my major my first my freshman year when I got on campus. I didn't waver or anything like that. The advisor at the time, he was like, "Oh man, you have to claim your major." I was like, "No, I want to. I know what I want to do." Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no but yeah, but it, that sucks though, you know, because they actually have a good veterinarian veterinarian uh, program. I promise. Like, I would. My first animal related class was on animal science. Mm-hmm. Like, we went out to the farm. We, looked, we learned mm-hmm. all types of horses, types of cattle. Um, or we learned all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what got me excited about doing the program. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, "Yeah, the the first class that you need to get into all the other ones is only offered in the fall, mm-hmm. and then the follow up course is only offered in the spring. The follow up mm-hmm. course today is only offered the next fall." And I'm just like, "So I've been in school about mm-hmm. five-ish, mm-hmm. five-ish years at this point." Mm-hmm. And you wait till I complete a semester at your school to tell me, oh yeah, it's gonna take you four more years to graduate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not with it. Yeah. So I ended up um, transferring back online and I tried for an associate's in business. Mm-hmm. Turns out I hated accounting. Um, they had me oh, taking yeah. this computer class. That, I hated accounting too. That I computer heard. class had nothing to do with yeah. what I wanted to do. Like he had me in here programming um, little people to move here and do this and say all this and I'm just like yeah, uh-uh, yeah. I don't want to deal with it so mm-hmm. here I am and I decided I'm just I'm gone about my business mm-hmm. so um, I actually started doing the whip butters and everything because yeah. I was transitioning my hair natural while I was still at Austin okay, State so that's where it comes from then mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a natural progression it's yeah. not like you saw all these different people it's like making hand uh, handmade stuff now is like a hot new thing. Yeah, you know? especially yeah. like like when I started uh-huh. transitioning, that's when I found Etsy. That's when I found mm-hmm. out about butters. That's mm-hmm. when I found out about oh my gosh, what is all this stuff that I didn't even hear about growing up because I had perm hair. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I didn't know much about it because all my friends had permed hair, or mm-hmm. the ones that were natural, their curl patterns were looser compared to what mine is, mm-hmm. and they didn't really their hair was too soft yeah. butters and stuff like that yeah. so um i did have one friend that went natural while we were in high school mm-hmm. and so it was kind of interesting to see that but it didn't mm-hmm. really click for me until yeah. i started going natural yeah. tell you, you don't learn until like we get outside like high school and college or whatever and go thrown into the real world that's when the learning actually really begins yeah you know mm-hmm. it's like the setup yeah it, it sucks with the fort valley situation or whatever but you know what even with the about us state all of them any of them 
the, the my problem with schools and colleges is that they don't have anybody like really guiding the students. Excuse me, because you're 18 years old when you first go, or 18, 19, whatever, 17, and there's no one there to be like, hey, this is how you transition, or this is how you uh, trickle uh through school. Um, they just like go to college, go to college. You know, they don't tell you that if you switch your major, you get set back in life, or whatever. Oh, yeah, your advisors or, are just yeah, and then, terrible. Yeah, they, because what it is from a political standpoint or ac academic standpoint, um, not well, administration, not academic. They don't have enough people in those positions. So then you got people doing multiple jobs. <laughs> and like you got professors who normally teach or whatever, but then they got to do advisement and all that stuff. And they don't care about advisement and all that. They just try to get back to the teaching. Yeah. But they have to do it because they're getting thrown on as part of their job. Um, but going to the, uh, you know, going into your company and finding out the different butters and just all these different natural products that are great for us. Um, what I'm, I'm sure that was an eye opener for you. To really yeah. um, see that, but it, uh, I don't know. Do you feel like you know somehow you were cheated? Um, sometimes I feel like I was cheated a little bit. Going through school. Well, not just school, just in life in general. Like, why isn't this stuff being promoted as much as something else? Actually, something that I recently learned um, over the summer, I was invited to join this group. Um, it is. It was called. 180 Days Better Me, Better You. Mm -hmm. um, the name has recently changed. Um, I was actually getting a men role in that group. Mm -hmm. And part of my job was to, every week on this day, I make a post. Yeah. So I go live, text mm -hmm. post, something like that. And so I ended up getting busy, so I haven't been able to do it as mm -hmm. much as I used to because that stuff, believe it or not, takes a lot of research. Mm -hmm. um, between working as much as I do, mm -hmm. I almost completely cut out video games, which is, yeah. I've always loved video games, and I find that... Well, that's the sacrifice you gotta do now, yeah. because, you know, like, you're working on it, but you're working for a purpose, you know, yeah. you're not caught up in, like, the rat race, I don't no. see you caught up in that, mm -mm. you're in the progression of, I'm doing this so I can do this other thing more, Right. So, and so the social time is even, gone. Even, even social time, like, what... I try to, um, I take my nephew to school every morning. Mm -hmm. If I can get something scheduled close to after I drop him off, mm -hmm. then I know I'm not going to try to go back to sleep. Yeah. So I'm not going to wake up late. Mm -hmm. So I, if I have something I need to do, like say I need to go um, get labeled or do something, get something printed. Mm -hmm. Say I have an errand to run. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and already be ready. Mm -hmm. Or when I get back to the house, go ahead and get ready and go do it. Because... Yeah. Once I sit down, lay down, that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah, there was one morning I went, I took him to school, mm -hmm. came back home, laid down, set the alarm for like somewhere between 10 and 12. Mm -hmm. I woke up past the time I was supposed to be to work. <laughs> so, mm. Wow. <laughs> and that, that was, that was actually the day after my birthday. Mm. It's like, of all days to wake up late, mm -hmm. it would be a Friday. And Friday is the day, Friday, Saturday, are primarily the days we make mm -hmm. the most money. Because yeah. everybody that works a nine out. to five exactly. wants to come out on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Then like during the week they're they're not really there until like six, six thirty. Mm -hmm. Because again, they gotta go home, they gotta get the kids they might have the kids changed out of school mm -hmm. clothes. They might just bring them into school clothes. Mm -hmm. But they're getting there around that time because mm -hmm. they got home. Exactly. Had some time to get situated and then they just yeah. Went to go eat because they didn't feel like cooking that night. Yeah. 
So it's I ended up like not doing as much of the things that I wanted to do to mm-hmm. be able to do this other stuff. And then I realized it's like all this research mm-hmm. to educate these. I'm not really I'm not there right now because mm-hmm. I still have several projects within mm-hmm. my business mm-hmm. that are actually in development and mm-hmm. I'm taking time away from developing those yeah, to, do to, something else. Exactly. to make a post and yeah. I um yeah, no, I, I tell you you got to get yourself squared away and get a process and you know make your revenue all these different things that it takes to run a business mm-hmm. to before you can really contribute to something else is not going to really benefit you directly at the time or your business. Right. Um, it, like it's like indirectly stuff it'll benefit like, but it's like later on down the line. So um, you're an entrepreneur. Are you the first one in your family to be an entrepreneur, or like you know where do you where do you get that from? I believe I am. Well, I take that back. Um, my uncle did tell me that he owned a. Like, he has a CDL license. He used uh-huh. to go on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, from what I remember, he has his own truck that's mm-hmm. just his truck. And he mm-hmm. does his own thing. But um, other than that, I think I am. So how was the reaction uh, from your immediate family and close friends and stuff when you're telling them, like, this is what I'm going to start doing? Because you've been doing Exo Tiger Lily how long now? Um, I started selling Mother's Day of... 2018, and then okay. I got the business established that mm-hmm. June. Okay, so you know, still just uh, just barely over a year. Yeah, but it's still it's still it's a lot. You learn a lot in a year, mm-hmm. right? And when you jump out there like to make your first sale, whatever, you realize how hard it is. Yeah, how Mother's Day was not well, as hard. That's like that's a, that's a when different. you start doing yeah. other stuff yeah, yeah, on a that's regular a basis. Yeah, yeah. That's when you realize the how hard it is. Uh-huh. That, well, in between the holidays, you know what I'm saying. That's where you really learn business. Yeah. Right. Hey y'all, I'm here to highlight another black business. Y'all know I do it. I love doing this. I'm here to tell you about Any Joe LLC. It is a handmade lip gloss based out in Atlanta, Georgia. She is very passionate about making this lip gloss and she has a lot of reviews and orders that she processes. If you want that handmade lip gloss, you want to get it popping, you want something that's vegan and cruelty-free, then hit up Annie Joe LLC. You can hit the website, the Annie Joe, that's T-H-E-A-N-N-I-E-J-O.com, or you can follow on Instagram at Annie Joe underscore gloss. As one of her posts reads, throw on that lip gloss, and build that empire, ladies. Um, it's easy to sell them a package, something that's uh, already put together. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I get that from all my eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take that. But when they start seeing mm-hmm. stuff separate and then mm-hmm. they don't have those skin conditions and yeah. they don't really uh-huh. use natural products because one thing that I learned on um, doing those posts was that commercial products contain um, endocrine disruptors. Those endocrine disruptors actually... Um, they are what cause your skin to mm-hmm. not do what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So your your skin is like you're having a flare up. Mm-hmm. You use this product, yeah. it clears it up. Okay, but then it just breaks out again. So you think, oh, I need to go get some more of that product because mm-hmm. it cleared it up. And what it's doing is it's actually disrupting the actual 
process that your skin goes through, yeah. causing you to need that product more and more and more. So that's how companies are getting away with a lot of what they do. Yeah. So I try to tell people, I can't guarantee you immediate results, mm -hmm. but if you're consistent with it and we find something that your skin likes, mm -hmm. you'll get some improvement. Because when I was transitioning my hair to natural, I couldn't use those whip butters on my hair. Mm -hmm. I had straight hair here mm -hmm. and curly hair up here, and I was mm -hmm. like, I can't do nothing with this. Yeah. So I um I ended up having a flare up that stretched from the side right here. Mm -hmm. It went all the way down to right by my belly button. Oh wow. So um it wasn't until October of twenty eighteen mm -hmm. that I was like, Let me get some pictures. Because I had taken pictures like when it first started to flare up. I didn't mm -hmm. get the whole stretch, but mm -hmm. when it first started to flare up, mm -hmm. I got a picture of that. Um when it started clearing up. Mm -hmm. And then when I looked at it, I looked at my side one day, I was like, I don't see anything. So then um, I took a picture and then mm -hmm. I put them all on a collage that's actually on my um, on my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. a, it is Facebook, but it's also on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I took a picture and I put them all together and you can't see any of the scars from there. So I was like, this is proof that it actually works. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to get more results mm -hmm. versus I can tell you what it does all day yeah. long. I can tell you it works, yeah. but you're not going to believe me unless you see. Oh, exactly. that that's what happened. Yeah. Like my um my one of my best friends, we grew up together. Mm -hmm. Um, she actually, I was working on my portfolio, mm -hmm. and she wanted something for her face. So what I did was, if you're going, if you help me participate, if you help me by participating in building my portfolio, mm -hmm. I'll give you like a discounted rate mm -hmm. on whatever I made for you. Yeah. So she got a custom butter, I believe. Mm -hmm. I gave her some of my anti-inflammatory steam blend that I actually made for me mm -hmm. um, when I first started out because I got this little facial steamer. Mm -hmm. And so um, the big idea was, oh, I'm gonna start offering facials. Long story short, I'm gonna wait till I yeah. learn a little bit more about it because mm -hmm. it's it's a lot more to it than just oh a scrub, a clay mask, mm -hmm. and herbs it's, it's more to it than that yeah so um long story short she got the products she used them it's i gave them to her in i want to say july mm -hmm. and so whenever i would check in with her she's like yeah everything's going good so i finally um met up with her to get the after pictures and so i took the pictures like to me everything's fine looking at your face cool but then i started looking at the pictures i was like so then i pulled out the before pictures like and I said, I said, let me see your forehead. She mm -hmm. did like this. And I said, look at that picture. Because she had some dark spots that were right here. Mm -hmm. And I, um, when I looked at the pictures that I took, I was like, you don't have any dark spots. And she was like, yeah, everybody tells me, oh, such and such, your face is glowing. What are you mm -hmm. using? Like, she was at one of my events with me. Mm -hmm. um, because she, every now and then, she'll help me at my table. Yeah. So she, um, I was talking to somebody else. Somebody walked up to her and she was like, yeah, all this is her, all her products. <laughs> That's great though, you know, because it helps with the uh, selling of stuff and mm -hmm. then you don't have to spend as much um, in marketing. Um, but so back to, um, what it, so what did your family think? Like when you said you was going to do this, were they like, go, go for it or yeah, we don't um, understand or? Um, I did not get an I don't understand response and that's probably because I chose to continue working as opposed to pursuing this mm -hmm. full time because 
with my current expenses and mm -hmm. my current flow of cash, mm -hmm. I can't afford to just do this full time. Yeah, no, well, no, I, I definitely get that. Like, um, we're building up to that point. Exactly. I want to um, be able to make three times what mm -hmm. my current expenses are before I even think about yeah. full time. Because if I could do this full time, that means I get to travel more, I mm -hmm. get to do more events. I'm not restricted to, oh, well. I can't do this because I got bills coming up and I have to work this weekend. Mm -hmm. Or, like, what I do now is when I see um, an event, mm -hmm. I try to base my schedule around it. Because my, yeah. my schedule is just about the same every week. I work six days a week and mm -hmm. I'm off on Thursdays. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. so <laughs> but, but like, I'm, well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in a different space. Um, like, even this right now, this, this is not work to me. This is, this is fun. Um, See, yeah, when I, get to, <laughs> when I get to go do an event, that's fun. But when I'm in the kitchen, putting all this stuff together and they have to clean it up, well, that is work. Well, it's work, but it's, it's work that, you know, I enjoy. that benefits you. Right, you know what I'm Because right. there's a purpose to all that. And just even as time goes on, you'll be able to see, like, what I'm talking about in a couple of years from now. Like, you'll be like, oh, okay, you know, I get it now. Because when you go to, you know, the bro house, you said Royal House, right? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Like, that's a thing where you have to, okay, I got to go and do this. Regardless, even if you enjoy, you know, but you know that ultimately you're making them richer and you're just getting paid your wage. Well, I, I like to say, I'm tired of punching people's clocks. Yeah. That's so the... That's why, you know, I'm tired. I can work with you. We can set you up a situation where um, you'll, the efforts that you put into yourself, they'll start to multiply. And soon you'll get that, to that point where you're like, hold, hold up, I can't like stop punching <laughs> their clock because it's time now, and it'll get there quicker than what you probably even think. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so with all your products, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, first of all, let me, let me ask this question because it's a it's a follow up for the other one. So you start doing this, and your your, your family's like, cool, yay. How is your immediate, like, you know, friends and surrounding, you know, what what, is, what do younger people think of entrepreneurship nowadays? Um, especially when they, like, we have friends, you know, she can, she can see you doing it, right? Um, they see the work that you put in. Is it positive? Is it mixed reviews? What? Um, I don't think I've ever gotten anything negative. I will say that most of the time people are like, oh my gosh, that's cool, like, this is interesting. And as soon as I tell them, like, um, like, for instance, I see somebody post something about, oh, I got a dandruff in this. Like, my first reaction was, you know how you got the little GIF keyboard on Facebook? Mm -hmm. And you remember um, the guy from Holes, I think his name was Sam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. Anyway, he says, I can fix that. Okay, so okay, that's okay, what okay, I posted okay, under okay, it. So okay. they're like, really? Yes, because like I have a um one of my best friends, my sister. She um her mom, mm -hmm. she will always get this one type of product for me. She, mm -hmm. It's a hand. It's like a whipped butter, but she uses it for her hands, mm -hmm. and that's all she would get. Okay, okay, cool. But then one day she said, I got some breakage going on. I have psoriasis in my scalp. Mm -hmm. Um, I said, okay. Well, let's try this and see how it goes. Um, she ended up loving it. Mm -hmm. Um, I got my friend to record her doing a review of the product, mm -hmm. and that's also posted on my Instagram. So that was like when people ask me about hair stuff, mm -hmm. here, listen to this real quick, mm -hmm. or they want to see pictures of 
skin mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Look at this real quick. Mm-hmm. Or I, I even I do my brother's locks. Mm-hmm. I do my people ask me who does your hair. I do it. Mm-hmm. And I also do my brother, so I post pictures of that too. Mm-hmm. But as far as like friend response, everybody has been supportive. It's like I love what you do. Um, I'll even get other people say keep doing what you're doing because mm-hmm. you can tell you're passionate about it. You can mm-hmm. tell you love what you do. Exactly. So it's I think um, my biggest thing is. If somebody tells me they have an idea, start a business. Yeah. Do it. Like my my best friend, um, also another line sister. Mm-hmm. We are working on a um, program called 180 Days to Holistic Health. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could do it by myself, but we both bring different things to the table. Mm-hmm. My background is in holistic remedies. Um, I'm currently working on becoming a holistic health and wellness coach. Okay. So. That'll all be offered under the yeah. new business. But she brings like the fitness, the mm-hmm. meal prep, the, mm-hmm. the other stuff that I don't have experience yeah. in. So I would like, anytime we talk about it, you know, you should, I really want you on this paperwork so we can do it together. Yeah. I don't, because I, I trust her. Mm-hmm. I know how to work with her. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about her being lazy or not responding. Mm-hmm. I, I completely have faith in her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and she was she was also thinking about doing her own thing before where she um she did meal prep mm-hmm. videos stuff like that she created recipes and i was like start the business mm-hmm. but if we go into business together you can do all that here without having to have two separate business like you yeah. can do all that here and so with that particular venture um i i don't know we just have a lot to kind of plan out and see mm-hmm. where it goes because yeah. Yeah. i want to do um I want to do something boot camp related, and okay. then we have, um, I want other people to be able to offer their services through yeah. our business. Now, uh, that right there, it fits, you know, to go hand in hand. And I like the fact that you're recognizing, even with being in business, you know, a year and so much, you know, it'll be close to two, two years next year, because um, you're in the first part of the year. You're recognizing that strategic partnerships are great resources. You recognize you can't do everything on your own. This is exhausting. It's, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a lot to do. And I think that's where a lot of people get misconceptions at. Like they want to start something and they see other people do it. Like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. Take okay. inspiration from people, but at the same time. Get some help. Huh? Get some help. Because yeah. I, a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. 95, I said 95%. Mm-hmm. I do it by myself. The mm-hmm. promo, the videos, the flyers, this planner, the mm-hmm. product, like all of it, I do it by myself. And what I'm finding is the more that I just do it by myself, um, I will put off restocking certain things because my mind is focused on, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure this service is ready for launch or yeah. I'm trying to make sure this is ready to go. So like mm-hmm. right now I was like, all right, this is my last restock before I do my Christmas packages. Because mm-hmm. last year I, I was going to do Christmas packages, but mm-hmm. I was like, uh, yeah. it's not going to do it. So this year I'm really wanting to go ahead and do those packages. So the next thing I buy is going to be the containers mm-hmm. and the ingredients that I need. Because if I keep restocking everything else, mm-hmm. then Christmas packages not going to do that. Exactly. Not at all. And you recognize it though, but that's good though. You're learning, and that's what it is. Like every day that you're doing something for your business, you're getting all this information that you're internalizing. You're like, no, I got to do this, 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 and this. And if I don't, 
I'm going to have, you know, these particular situations that I can't take advantage of. And people are going to buy Christmas packages. You know? Especially when it's already put together for yeah, them. People they love, packages they love seeing stuff like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have to easy. pick it out separate? Uh-huh. It already comes like this? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get it. I know exactly. you will. <laughs> so, what is one of your biggest um, lessons you have learned thus far? And also, what's one of the biggest uh, things you've been able to overcome? Um, biggest lesson. It's probably a hard one. Um, biggest lesson. Um, I would probably say it has something to do with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be confident in mm-hmm. what you got going on. So, like, it's um when I first started. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. See anything you like? Mm-hmm. That was my first event. It was Afrolicious in Atlanta. Okay. That was 2018. So um, I did Afrolicious. Mm-hmm. I bought that ticket early in the year. Like when I was in school, I was getting the refund checks. So I was mm-hmm. like, pour it into the business. Exactly. Pour it in there. Yeah. But so I, I ended up, I got a bunch of stuff, made some products. I purchased my early bird ticket to Afrolicious. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is my first event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do great. Okay. Didn't sell a whole lot. Yeah, I but love it. <laughs> in retrospect, it was because there was a lot of businesses out there that looked just like me. <coughs> but exactly. at the same time, the point I'm at now is mm-hmm. the point they were at then. And mm-hmm. I was just over here with my little my little facial steamer and mm-hmm. my display products. My, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have this. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a I didn't have custom order forms. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of things. Yeah. So um That's a great lesson. Yeah. Um, somebody else, somebody that I met online, mm-hmm. um, she recently did an event down here, but she's based in Atlanta. Um, one thing she was telling me, cause I want to offer classes, like right now I'll do one-on-one trainings, mm-hmm. but I eventually want to turn everything that I know and that mm-hmm. I've learned into a, a school type thing mm-hmm. where I can offer you a certificate as a master holistic beauty consultant. Mm-hmm. So I want to, um, I want to get started with that. And the first thing, one of the first few things she said to me was, you gotta, ha- you gotta like, when I look at your page, I don't see as much confidence. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's probably because nobody ever sees my face. They just see the products. So that's kind of where I was like, I need to get more comfortable in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's going up. Um, I want to say it took a couple months to get better at talking to people about the products. Like mm-hmm. somebody walk up to the table right now. What is it? Well, X Y Z and this 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 and I have mm-hmm. this 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 this. Mm-hmm. They tell me what's wrong. I say hmm. So I would recommend X Y or Z or mm-hmm. all together. Mm-hmm. If you don't see anything up here, you want we can do a custom order, schedule consultation, get things rolling. Mm-hmm. So, um. As far as like overcoming obstacles, mm-hmm. my biggest obstacle was probably the confidence, and mm-hmm. so that just came with um, educating myself more, mm-hmm. starting to talk to people more, mm-hmm. um, being more out there, like mm-hmm. not sitting behind the table. That yeah. was my biggest thing. So, I sit behind the table. Yeah. Like, the, okay. So, have you ever heard the expression "If you build it, they will come"? You build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Okay. It sounds vaguely familiar. It's it's from this uh, movie, um, Feel the Dreams, or something like that, I believe. But the whole premise behind it is that, you know, um, in the movie, uh, if you build something, 
some you're supposed to attract some type of uh demographic personnel, something like that, aliens or something. I can't remember exactly. It's been a while. It's an older movie. But I think a lot of people focus on that, like if you make a product it'll sell. I'm like, no, it doesn't I work don't that way. That. <laughs> well that that's what that's what I said, like, but a lot of people, if you think about when they get into it, and that's what you were in when and you were in, like you're not in that mode anymore. Oh, no. But that's where you were because you sat behind your table, so you expected mm-hmm. just because you did something, people, people are going to come up, like, give oh, you money. Let me get that. Yeah, exactly, no. and it don't work that way. No. Um, so yeah, you've been learning now that you know. Well, you've learned that one. You even though it's one of you, you play multiple roles and positions in your business. And you have to learn how to balance that. I'm the PR, the marketing, (laughs) the production, Uh the writer, all of those things. And, like, my biggest thing was, so, like, if I go out to Smiley's, Mm -hmm. um, I might be behind the table, but the table is so high up that I'm Mm -hmm. standing the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. And when nobody's at my table, I'm actually working on stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you name it. I'm working on all sorts of stuff. Um... Like that's my time to get things done. Exactly. But if somebody start walking this way, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah, greet them, pull them in, reel them in. Yeah. See if you can get them, and you know you can. I'm sure you can even tell like if someone's on the borderline or they're about to make a purchase, and what you got to do to like get that push oh, to bring them. I tried that this past weekend. <laughs> and, um, I like I had seen a lot of people, but I like I kind of forgot that I was promoting that if you're if you're a new customer mm-hmm. and you. You follow my pages right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Maybe 10% off right here. Mm-hmm. And so um, for older people, I wasn't really thinking like that because it was mostly older people that were coming by the table. Mm-hmm. People that might not be tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So I did have this one younger girl, and she came by, and she was really interested in, like, face products. Mm-hmm. And so um, her mom had already made a purchase. It was mm-hmm. one of my bath soaks. Um so she was like, oh, I kind of want to, uh, i tell you what, you follow my pages right now, you get 10% off. She's like, how much was this? I wish my mom had known that. And I said, all right, I'll tell you what, $3 off plus the 10%. Now, did she make a purchase? No. But it was a good start. Yeah. It was It was a good start to trying to, yeah. come on, get, go ahead mm-hmm. and get it. But she did, um, she ended up taking home two of my custom order forms so she mm-hmm. could look over them. One for her, one for her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, I'm pretty sure I have my contact information on it, but it, it's a start. Yeah. Because it's got my logo on it, it's got mm-hmm. my contact information, my personal name. Mm-hmm. Um, inside of it, you'll see the prices for the different sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, basic, basic information on yeah. all the ingredient choices that you have. And then you'll also see terminology, mm-hmm. which is like, you saw this word under this ingredient. You don't know what it means. It's back here. Mm-hmm. And I, I put it in an alphabetical word, which was actually a pain. So, But it um, makes it easy, though. Yeah, like, because I didn't put the ingredients in mm-hmm. alphabetical order. So now, like, when mm-hmm. I look for okay, stuff myself, you, I'm yeah. just like, I know for a fact coconut oil is in here somewhere. I'm, I must be overlooking it. And I flipped through mm-hmm. those pages like three times, but... I, um, then I also put in terminology for the types of products it is. Mm. So um, people don't really know what an herbal rinse is. They don't know what a hybrid mist is. They don't know what... So you're doing multiple things. You're educating people mm-hmm. um, and giving them a good quality education. 
but then you're also trying to show them the benefits and you know get the sales yeah. so you're doing like three things all in one yeah so it's hard for you know what uh, we do uh, because even with me doing a cook shop uh, you know, I have to educate people about the hemp and the difference between that and THC and CBD and CBD is not just hemp and yada yada they yada. They hear hemp, they're like, weed? Uh-huh. What? Yeah. No, that's not always the case. Yeah. It, I mean, even the thing is, like, even if you were to use just regular old weed and you were to infuse it in something, mm -hmm. if it's used topically, you're not going to get high. Yeah. That it's, you can't. Yeah. Now, if you put it in something edible, yeah. I can't guarantee you all. Oh, you but will, if you're you will get hot, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just using it for topical use, because yeah. cannabis is actually one of those plants that's good for eczema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's like, because we got soaps and we also have salves mm -hmm. that we use. And that's what people buy. And also it's pain relief too, because we use like frankincense as well, essential oils. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's a but there's a lot of different things. There's a uh, the little weed plant um, that has like almost like the little dandelion thing on it that grows in people's yards. I'm like that has like if you break it open, it has like a little milky substance in it. I'm like people use that for pain. It's stronger than morphine, but you know, learn something every day. Yeah, people. I'm like and this grows natural like pretty much everywhere. You can go in everybody's yard, but everybody trying to use different weed sprayers as pesticides and herbicides to kill stuff. Like they don't even know what they're really doing, but that's the thing. It's lack of education, lack of being taught this, and believing this mass marketed type situation. Um, yeah, so I, and I know, like you know, I can even tell because of the responses I get with people, because we have you know all natural stuff. Like some people get it, right? Some people are on that lifestyle, but then some people they're teetering or whatever. Because they're combating what you're telling them versus what they've been told all their life mm -hmm. and <laughs> what they see on TV and that's, all that. That's like with older people. I I will not argue with an older person mm -hmm. because I can tell you that you, for example, um, I have eczema myself, and before it got to the way it is on my arms, like mm -hmm. it went through this whole. Um, it started out as little bumps, and then it. Um, I used some steroid cream on it. It cleared it up. I was like, oh. It's more manageable now. I can just put my whip butters and stuff on it and go on about my business and clear it up myself. And mm -hmm. then it, it didn't work out like that. It, I stopped using the steroids and it got a whole lot worse. Mm -hmm. um, it at one point had gotten better and then I used some probably way expired oil on my arms. Neem oil. Because mm -hmm. neem is really good for eczema. So I was like, oh, I got some of this. I don't have no products made right now. So I just... I slathered it on. Mm -hmm. My skin was itching the entire night. I woke up scratching. I woke up and I was missing a nail. It was, oh, wow. it was clean off. It it didn't break in half. No, it just clean off. I was like, so I washed my arms like mm -hmm. three times. I said, I still smell. Hey everybody, that was part one with uh, Exo Tiger Lily, CEO, founder, owner, Miss Kiana Sweet. Definitely gonna get part two to y'all as soon as I can get it all edited. But you can also catch up on all the other episodes we've done. You can also follow the Instagram page as well.
That's banked out, B-A-N-K-E-D-O-U-T-T underscore radio underscore show.